This is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. And today, I want to talk to you about words. How many of you saw My Fair Lady, the movie, with, what was her name, Audrey Hepburn? Anyway, whoever it was, she was Liza Doolittle in the movie. And My Fair Lady is a story of, it's a wonderful musical, and your children can watch it, uh, is a story of a professor who decides that because of what he teaches in articulation and enunciation of the English language, that he can take anybody's accent and redefine it. And so he meets a girl who is a flower shop girl who has a very cockney accent, and he makes a bet with his friend the colonel that in X amount of time, he can turn this cockney flower shop girl who is poor and has language skills and a very deep accent that's hard to understand into a lady fit for a queen. And so they begin. He takes her. He changes her clothes. He buys her new things. He, he gives her a new hairdo. And then he keeps practicing these words and outcomes, the most awful sounding syllables. And one night, Liza Doolittle just erupts, and she starts this song that says, words, 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 I'm so sick of words. Do you ever feel that way with your children? Stop talking to me. My young friend who used to say, go away and weave me my wone. Just go away and leave me alone. Be quiet. My friend Elizabeth Elliot's daughter, Valerie Shepard, used to say, I know that practicing an hour quiet day with my children is good for the children, but I want you to know it's also very good for me. And she had eight children. She had eight children in the course of 12 years. And they were all at home and all itty-bitty and growing. And she required an hour a day. And people would ask her, well, what do you... What I do is I'm quiet myself, she said, because there's always noise, there's always words. Well, I'm a simple person in many ways, and I came years ago to this phrase that I have used for decades, I think. Words matter. Now, I think I came to words matter because I had a grandfather who was from Persia, and um, he said very often in his broken accent, I'm sorry is no good. Sorry is easy to say. Sorry is no good. Do something. Do something. Do something about it. And, and from that, of course, we've all heard the phrase that actions speak louder than words. I know you are just like I am. People have said things to you that they were going to do and you believed them and they didn't do it and you were disappointed. That's so we get on with life. And so for me, words matter. Words really matter. Interesting, because my vocation has been in words, 
in writing and speaking and founding organization that encourages others, including this modern homemakers, formerly homemakers by choice. I said to my husband, give me a sentence about words. What's the, what's the importance of words? And he said quite simply, words are the bridge to rich relationships and sour relationships. And I thought, rich and sour, yes, fruitful and non-fruitful, productive and non-productive. How many words a day do you say that are sour or non-productive? Non-productive, they're not encouraging anyone down the road. We say at Modern Homemakers that we come, every time we come to the studio to produce these podcasts, we come with a single thought of encouraging you, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. That's why when you write us and tell us that you're encouraged, we're thrilled, we're feeling like what we're doing is what we came to do and it's working. I, I get, when I leave the studio, I am so tired of hearing my own voice. I, I just want to turn the switch off. And then sometimes I think, did I say that? Where did I say that? Was it in the studio or was it with a group or was it in direction? Where was it that I used those words? Oh, words are, there are a lot of words in my life. But I, I want you to know that my commitment isn't to the words as much as it is to the meaning behind the words. Because words matter, and I want to be like my grandfather, who said actions speak louder than words. How I behave, what I do, how I follow up. I have two favorite words, and whenever I talk about words, I think I get, I get to say, these are my two favorite words, come and stay. My two favorite words, come and stay. And of course, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so important to me because it is the root of it is come. Come. The sweetest words, come and stay, said Laud Montgomery in her books about Anne of Green Gable. Come and stay. You are welcome here. Come and stay. Well, many years ago, I had the privilege of meeting a man whose name is Scotty. His name is, let me say, say, I always get, it's not Scott Smith, it's Scotty Smith. And he was a pastor intern with Timothy Keller, who was the pastor of the Redeemer Church in New York City. And if you have never listened to Timothy Keller or read a book of his, please do so. Your life will be richer and enriched by every word that he speaks. And somewhere, oh, I'm going to say it's 30 years ago now. Timothy Keller put together a group of men, small group, maybe there were seven, maybe there were 12, but not, not a big group. And he devoted himself. These were men who were in the pulpit, who were pastoring, who were teaching, who were writing, who were doing things for the kingdom as a full-time occupation. And one of them was Scotty Smith. And I met him and found him enchanting, just a charming man, and he was pastoring a church in Nashville, Tennessee, and one of my dearest friends in the world, who you have met, Sandy Wilson, was going to his church. It was just like, oh, yummy. You know how that is? Like, oh, oh, look at this, and this is so great. And recently, a friend of mine sent me a few paragraphs that I'm going to read to you, and I said, where did you get that? And she said, oh, someone named Scotty Smith. And I said, 
Scotty Smith like like my Scotty Smith, you know? And she said, I don't know. I don't even know how I got on his email. And they were a hundred healing words for every harmful syllable. And I read it and I was so blessed by it. And so I'm going to end the show today by reading these few paragraphs with a few verses, as Scotty would always do. Proverbs 15 and 4. Gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Proverbs 12 and 18. The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Colossians 4 and 6. Let your conversation be always full of grace. Luke 6.45 What you say flows from what is in your heart. And Proverbs 14 and 1 The wise woman builds her house and the foolish woman tears it down with her very own hands. Oh, oh, I can still remember the first time I heard that verse as a young woman and I thought, I'm prone to do that. I'm prone to speak too much, to speak too harshly to tell the truth because the truth mattered. And in fact, I needed to tell more truth through kindness. And how many times have you, as a mother, as a wife, as a friend, as a woman, you, you know what you're about to say you shouldn't say. You just know you shouldn't say it. The wise woman shouldn't say it. And it comes right out of your mouth anyway. Like, there I am tearing down my own house told the story many times of my husband whose father lived with us and how difficult it was having an aged senile father in our home. We were young in our early 50s, as I recall, maybe younger. And dad was a handful. And David's sister, who was David's sister, but she wasn't my sister and she wasn't my best friend, certainly. And our home wasn't her home, but because her dad was in our home, she would often come and I would feel sometimes like my home wasn't my home, it was her home. And it had been day just like that, all the worst possible things. And at five o'clock in the afternoon and the sister is gone and dad is settled, I am still in my dressing gown, literally, literally five o'clock in the afternoon. And I look over and I see David, whose habit for decades was to read the morning paper in the morning. And it's five o'clock in the afternoon and he is sitting at the table with the paper in front of him. And I am furious. I'm just furious about everything. I'm furious. And I go over to him with my finger pointing and I say, I want you and your father out of my house now. He just looked at me. He didn't even, he didn't even, it didn't even register. So what do you think I did? I said it again, you, your father, my house now. And David looked up, and humor has always worked in our household, and he said, honey, no one's going anywhere tonight. <laughs> and I broke down and laughed and cried. We were so tired. Words, words matter. Words matter. So here's Scotty's few paragraphs. Lord Jesus, this collage of scripture reminds us that nothing carries more power for giving life and killing beauty than our words. 2020 seemed disproportionately filled with words of might and spite and fight from every direction on the compass. Here's to reversing the percentages in 2021. Since our lips reveal the preoccupation of our hearts, help us. Fix our minds on you, 
our hearts and minds on you, Jesus alone. You alone are worthy of our contemplation and adoration. Your beauty is incomparable and transforming. You love us more than anyone could or would. You convict us, but never condemn us. You convict us, but never condemn us with your words. We're not naive. The issues in front of us remain dividing, daunting, and disheartening. But surely the gospel can enable us to engage in conflict redemptively and disagree with each other respectfully. To the extent it depends on us, you have called us to live at peace with everyone. Give us a bigger gospel heart and thicker mercy skin. As your spirit gives us strength, may we speak 100 words of healing for every harmful syllable. You think you can keep track of that, girls? And when our lips are contradicting the gospel, grant us quick repentances and more grace. So very amen, we pray in your matchless name. I thank Scotty Smith for being the man who he is and for these precious three and a half paragraphs of heartfelt words led by the thoughts of the scripture. I'm Donna Otto. This is Modern Homemakers. And while I feel like I speak too many words to you, I'm grateful, in, so grateful that if one of these words helps call you to a closer communion with Christ the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, I will be glad. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of speaking words of healing.